PPT episode 48. We're back, bitches. What's going on? How's it going? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. It's very, very rainy in Florida. I've noticed, dude, those those videos you sent me. I saw a couple other, too, from downtown. Parking lot's flooded. Yeah, downtown Miami look incredible. Oh, they, they'll flood if there's a sun shower. <laughs> That's wild. The infrastructure out there is shit. Oh, yeah. I've heard plenty. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, but that's it. Champions League uh, previews. I'm sure we have a very happy Orlando today. Um, other games, not that great. Nothing really good happened in those other games. So let's just get right to it. Man City 3, Bayern Munich 0. Ouch. Oh. Nagelsmann, how you feeling, buddy? You won. Did he? I think so. Out of the cup, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Out of the Champions League. I think Nagelsmann takes the dub. Yeah, he's out of a job with he more money. He gets the last laugh. Yeah, he's he will. He's paid by Bayern Munich. He's got plenty he's, of money. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. He got, he got paid he's the hottest money. manager on the market, too. I was going to say, I, 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 he's probably he's easily top three right now for any club uh, in Europe or anyone, period, would want to get a chance to have him. But, yeah, I agree. He's probably going to have the, the one-up on the Bayern situation, depending on who he goes to manage. Yeah, in the terms of you just got sacked and you're feeling like shit a week ago, now you're probably like, <laughs> yeah. you made the wrong move, stupid motherfuckers. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, anyway, so it was a good win for you guys. Um, yeah, take me through it. I don't know if you watched it live, if you watched it after the fact. Yeah, had, had it on mute, uh, nervous as shit. Um, I will... Put the shirt that I'm wearing on social media. I promised Ginger Wig I'd get it out to him. But Guardiola, a title-winning pr- production from the North, is what the shirt says. I mean, my lord. First and foremost, I have to start with my guy, Pep. Joseph got it right, man. He got it right. He went with a, a formation that I wanted. Um, the three in the back, double pivot. Akanji, Diaz, and Ake, Stones, and Rodri with the double pivot. Bernardo in the right wing, bringing him back defensively, doing some special things with that. Um, I kind of put on my social media today when Bernardo was asked last year, um, jokingly, what position are you? Uh, He said to the camera, defending attacker. Um, That's logistically kind of what it is, actually. I mean, that's he's so incredible and such such a unique anomaly with him and his ability um and then we essentially did have that four line kind of more up front uh, right behind holland which was kevin gundo and jack out and left and bernardo on that right um domination i thought in that second half you know byron right now the narrative is that uh the game it was right there for them you know it was back and forth and a few unlucky moments um, what I would say is Ruben Diaz is Ruben Diaz, and he told us who he was and what Man City have been doing, and he said we'll see in the preview. He got a lot of shit for that um, in the in the up in the in the presser uh, pre match, and the back line and the whole team proved it, and they created, but nothing cohesive enough. Uh, we scored in the twenty seventh minute. So as much as there can be back and forth in a 45-minute half, um, we still were going into it 1-0. An absolute screamer of a shot, uh, probably a career moment for Rodri, and a a young guy too. Uh, The best defensive midfielder in the world, in my humble opinion. 
obviously biased, but I think there are people that don't even want to acknowledge what he does offensively because he's just now getting that game to him. And left-footed, I mean, fuck, man. I, I was mind-blown for a good 10, 15 minutes on mute on a Zoom chat. Perfect timing. I just ran out, shut the off, shut the video off, and went ballistic. Um, moments, man. I was really afraid that we were going to bottle it, even though I predicted a 4-1 score. Uh, Ruben Diaz, my lord, the block shot on Musiala in the first half. That was huge. Bernardo was for control. Um, I feel like without us having Ramadan Mares on, I think Pep got this right, especially with Leroy Sané and the danger that he brings on that he brings on the left side. Um, we would probably need to help out a Kanji in that regard. Um, yeah. Uh, what more can I say, man? John Stones and Erling Holland. I, I really, I really want us to kind of appreciate that as much as the haters want to accept this notion that Holland is just a tap-in guy. Uh, we're seeing arguably the best striker in the world, in my opinion, I think he is. But we're seeing a guy who's literally doing it all. And the only part of his game I was trying to think about, I was I was smoking out in the garage. The only part that I ha- of his game that I haven't seen yet, Brian, is the inside-the-foot cross. Like, I've seen Mbappe. I've even seen Benzema. Obviously, guys like Kevin. I haven't seen Holland do a pass like that. but. Outside-footed cross, uh, weak-footed, low ball, driven across. Gundo scored it earlier this year. Um, six assists. He's one behind, last I checked, one behind guys like Odegaard. I mean, Erling Holland has got dynamics to his game that people don't want to acknowledge because he's simply doing just one thing spectacularly well at a rate that we have not seen it done before. And... He's done it at different clubs with less attacking. He's done it as the focal point. He's done it as a guy coming off the bench. There are so many different dynamics to his game that we just refuse to acknowledge because of the shirt that he wears. And or or actually it's deval it's lessened because, well, he's got Kevin and all these other guys passing it to him and feeding it to him. Well, this guy was doing this at Dortmund. And he was doing this in other places. It's it's and he's young, and and it's incredible to see. Um, obviously the Sheikh Mansour sign, which I'm gonna leave for the delusional mother of the week. Hilarious, the notion that they would even try to go down that path. Um, I'll throw some cold hard facts about that and just reality to any Byron fan that wants to have that conversation. Uh, and Jackie Grealish, huge. It's the whole synergy. The whole synergy, the whole concept, the fluidity of it all for me is just amazing. And it's been wonderful to see. I'm so proud of my club, so proud of how they've just, we are on a crazy run right now. And this trouble talk, I'm not here for it. It's way too early to even be saying similar to it's way too early to be saying that Arsenal have bottled it. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, we slapped Byron. I know they want to talk about that. I think I think we squeeze it out of him, just like Pep wanted. I never once felt like he. I mean, Leroy's long distance shots were never really an issue for me. I felt like Leroy was trying to do something. Like I remember in training, kind of thing. Like this guy can't take long shots, and it's like, okay, well, 
it wasn't working the first three times. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that was even part of the attack. But yeah. I mean, he, he was you guy uh, Byron wasn't getting into the box, so I think he just started popping shots from outside the box, and make Ederson work a little bit. Yeah, I thought they were pretty decent shots. One of them almost went in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other, other than that, yeah, um, Ederson handled them. I mean, it was just um, a good game from City. First half, very well organized defensively. The three out the back formations working. Um, Pep once again adjusting. Uh, throughout the season, you guys were giving up goals every single game. We even had a podcast where we said, yeah, well, you guys, you probably won't keep a clean sheet. You guys never keep a, keep a clean sheet. Pep adjusts. That's why he's the best manager in the world. Um, <clears throat> Rodri, great shot. Um, and then after that, I was kind of thinking, hmm, looks like it might end 1-0. I think Byron would be very happy if it ended 1-0. Yep. And then the Bernardo Silva goal comes. That's when we had the one of the worst center back performances I've seen in, in, in a long time. This Upamecano Kano guy, I, I said it during the World Cup. This guy's garbage. I was shocked yeah. he was playing ahead of my Don Saliba in in the for the French <laughs> team in the World Cup. I couldn't believe that. And he absolutely got cooked by England. He got cooked by Argentina in the in the, the final. And I just don't get it. I keep hearing how classy he is from certain other footballing fans I talk to. I don't see it. I think he's garbage, and it got totally exposed yesterday. He was fucking terrible. I mean, he couldn't deal with the press at all. He was just giving the ball right back. Um, he looked completely rattled. I thought it was. I thought it was embarrassing for Bayern Munich to put that guy in. I mean, he better not show up in the second leg. I, I'll I'll be leading the Tommy Tuchel out campaign. <laughs> this manager turnaround ever because you can't play him. He was he was an absolute disgrace yesterday, and um, yeah, I mean it was just dominant. And this was always my problem with Bayern. The no striker thing was a problem for me the whole time. They don't have a striker. They don't have that focal point in the box, and they could not get in the box at all. You guys just have too many big good defenders, and they couldn't do anything in the box. The best chance they had was the Musiala shot, which would have been a goal if Diaz didn't block it. But other than that, like, Gnabry's a winger. Uh, Mane's a winger. Sané's a winger. <laughs> These guys aren't strikers, man. They're not strikers. Yeah. And you need you need a striker in a game like this. You can do the false nine bullshit all you want. But in games like this, you need a focal point up front. Well, they, they banked on the pace. Yeah, they, they banked did. on the pace getting behind. Yeah, but which... it, it did. They did. but And it, they got behind a couple times, but... With the three in the back formation, they just closed down the box and they, they were forced to take long long distance shots, which just weren't working. I mean, the the even that Musiala shot, it was it was around the edge of the box. It wasn't like a amazing, amazing chance, you know. They didn't really like penetrate your defense. Um but yeah, I, I just man, I think I would think Byron is probably saying, Man, were we a little too arrogant with that Nagelsman? Should we have let him rode his skateboard a little bit? Because now we have Tuchel in, and in a matter of a week, we're out of two cup competitions. Because this this one's over. They ain't scoring yeah. three goals. They don't they don't put up goals like that. And you guys will have at least one or two, and that's all you'll need. So yeah, I think it's over. But um, yeah, Man City look good. I mean, they're hitting their stride. Um, 
at this point, you just got to hope that uh, some points are dropped at some point in the league for me, um, which I don't see because I, 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 I think your schedule's easy. Um, and I think that throughout the back formation, smart. I think it's working well. I think guys like Grealish and um, Holland's been on form all year, but just everything seems to be clicking right now and firing. So, yeah. It's looking tough for Arsenal. It really is. I, I don't. I don't. I think we're definitely going to drop at least four points. I see. I think we'll draw somewhere else and probably get at least one loss. Um, yeah. I, I think. Um, I think you guys will win out. So I don't really see us winning the title, to be honest. I mean, my mind is so towards Sheffield on Saturday and just kind of this Saturday though. Is it not this Saturday? I mean, no, we're not. You guys play this. Leicester. Do we? Yeah, Saturday. Oh, new manager bounce. Perfect. Harvey Barnes out. Is he? Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah, definitely. I mean, is Madison out? I don't think so. Yeah, played last game. That'd be bigger. Kind of. Yeah, he started last game. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I don't really see the points drop, but yeah, it was it was a good win. I think that ties over, and yeah, that's it. What, what did you want to say about the sign? Because that uh, that riled well, you up. Look, I mean, there seems to be a lack of. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to start up a company in in the country of Germany because maybe I could rack up with the amount of mirrors that I could sell because apparently they don't have mirrors in Germany. Their inability to look themselves in the mirror and have a problem with uh, the power, the club, the power belongs to the people, to the fans, um, is what they're trying to argue, which, um, I mean, if we need to have that moment of fact talking um, when it comes to how Byron are structured, uh, they're doing all of the quiet stuff out loud in front of everyone. And it's no big deal because history is what i believe i get told pretty often and that's what they have which let me make sure i have my facts here so that i understand this correctly okay audi adidas and alliance own 25 percent of the shares in byron oh wait 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 say what the banner said because you're talking as if you already said it people listening might not know the, the, the banner out loud, or I would just, they kind of held it out. It said Glazers. Gla- the fact that they put the Glazers in here, too. Glazers. To, 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 to even compare us to that is just a disrespectful right there, in my opinion. Glazers, Sheik Mansour. All autocrats out. Football belongs to the people. To which, again... If they have a problem with Sheikh Mansour and the money, they had Qatar Airways on their shirts up until, oh, wait, I think they currently still do. So let's be clear about that. You're okay with taking in oil money for an endorsement, but when it comes to being owned by oil money, that's a problem. So where's the line? Kind of a little cloudy there for me. Audi. This is in regards to Bayern Munich. Audi, Adidas, and Alliance own 25% of the shares in Bayern. 
and are paying Byron over $150 million a year in sponsorship deals. You're paying back your own club in endorsements, okay? This is actually part of the reason why it's considered, in my humble opinion, a farmer's league out there. Because when you look at stuff like that, and you look at how it's run, it's kind of similar to self-sustainability and what we're doing now, which is we have the players, we'll buy, but I mean, we literally had a positive net in the window with bringing in guys like Julian and Holland. We had enough out. We might similarly this summer have enough out to match the 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 in. Probably not. I think we're probably going to have a negative. Um, that's just me kind of assuming. I, I don't know yet. But what takes me off is the fact that you don't have ability to look yourselves in the mirror. Um, a day ago, your chief executive, Oliver Kahn, defended the German soccer club's contentious sponsorship agreement with Qatar, saying he was sure their sponsorship had helped bring positivity change to the oil-rich Persian Gulf state, your own executive of the club makes that statement. And then you as the fan base want to come out and bring that out, which I mean, that's kind of mixed messaging, but I don't know. It's shameful that we can't, we try to lessen the beautiful work that's done on the pitch. This wouldn't be a conversation if they beat a seven nil. The conversation would be, <laughs> you spent all that money and you can't win. You bottled it again. But then when we win and we do well, <sighs> money, oil, such a problem. So it's, it's a lose-lose, man. So I'm taking the stance of some of these old throwback City fans, and I just want to win the Champions League one time and say, fuck off. I would be happy to join a Super League just so I can play the biggest com- competition in the week in and week out. Arsenal, Madrid. Barcelona, Byron, Juventus, give me uh, United because I love to slap them in a derby in there too. Take some of the best clubs. What, what, are, what are we doing? What are we doing? We don't like oil and mo- we don't like money. We don't like – it's everywhere, bro. Everyone likes money. You're asking for monkeys to not like bananas. Stop it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, we have a moral compass towards one club but not the other. It's okay to point, but when our club does it, no, it's Adidas. It's no problem. They've been making shoes for years. Your whole shit was based off of it. The whole executives in the brand was built there, and you built a soccer club off of a shoe brand, and you want to talk about the audacity of money and an influx of funds and issues with, 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 uh, with, with other people spending? Come on, man. The audacity. <clears throat> Other Champions League games, we had um, Benfica. They actually lost. I was very surprised by that. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2-0. 2-0 loss to Inter Milan. Um, Lukaku gets a penalty. I forget who scored the first goal. But, um, yeah, I was surprised by that. I know Benfica fans are very upset. They um, they did some benching of some starters Saturday, Sunday against Porto or Saturday against Porto. And then um, lost that game. Just for shits and giggles, for this game, you had 3-0 Benfica, and I had a 2-0 inner. So that technically would have been a bullseye. But how unbelievable ass were Benfica? Awful. Terrible game. 
Um, At home. Terrible, terrible game. Yeah, so not much to say. I know Benfica fans are pissed because uh, that might be another manager that's out soon. But um, anyway, and then today, 2-0 Real Madrid over Chelsea. Chelsea, another goose egg in the scoreboard. Uh, can't fucking score goals. Uh, what was the date you told me before the podcast? Oh, shit. Before I last goal. Again. It was a 2-2 draw against Wolves, I think. Um, no, they just lost to Wolves. So it was a 2-2 draw. March 18th. March 18th. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Everton. The Everton 2-2 draw. And then that, that, that followed... 2-0 loss to Villa, 0-0 to Liverpool, 1-0 to Wolves, and now 2-0 to Madrid. Um, I'm watching this Madrid team, and I just don't think they're that good. I think I think they're good, but I think you guys should beat them in the semifinals, if I'm being honest. I think, I think there's not a lot of creativity in that team, and if Vinny doesn't have the ball, it seems like they have a tough time creating. Um, I think Modric is still a good player, obviously, but he's just not that complete engine. You know, he's getting older. And I feel like they run everything through Vinicius. And if Vinicius isn't on, and sometimes his decision-making is not great. I mean, mm-hmm. this should have been a 4-0 game. He made a – sometimes I watch him, as good and electric as he is, he makes the wrong decision a lot. Yeah. Um, so I just – I watch this game and I go, they're good, but they're, they're just not – they're just not that – I, they don't have that that it factor that I saw last year with them, um, but they could have been coasting because it was Chelsea. But I've seen I've watched a lot of them this year. I, I always watch Real Madrid. That's probably one of the teams I follow outside of the league. And um, I think you guys should beat them. Are you watching them and and kind of scouting to see how that game would go? What What are your thoughts on it? I would take City in that. Um, you- I, I think there's something missing from that Madrid team. You've given out the secrets and text messages. I have said that I do want Madrid, and that's solely because of what happened last year. I just don't think we're going to fall asleep for another five minutes like we did last time. Now, verbally, we're saying all the right things after this game. There's another second leg, and we got to go to Germany, which is all accurate. I like to focus on them first, but should the should the path lead to us playing Madrid, um, I would say comfortably right now with how we're playing, we're four goals better than them, in my opinion. They look like us last year and the year before, in the Chelsea year. They just are able to attack and get openings, but they're just finishing, or the the gelling in the final third in the box is just not some not all there. And yeah. it's frustrating because it's all with guys that have been all cohesive Benzema and Vinny should know each other like the back of back, you know, back of their hands by now. Um, Which again, if you heard on the pod before, we've given you the healthy reminder earlier in the year, Vinny and Benzema had that infamous moment in the champions league where Benzema's was, was mouth caught on camera, mouthing two other teammates. Don't pass the ball to Vinny. Like it was a thing and a conversation to be had. You know how the Spaniards love to do their drama. So uh, Jingarito had it, and, and all of them were having those conversations. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to focus on putting another four, three, shit, maybe five on Byron. Um, we got to go to the Alliance, Audi, uh, Volkswagen, uh, Adidas, uh, Qatar Airways Stadium. 
Uh, and then once we go there um, and take care of business, we put buyer in the bed and handle the German um, farmers. Uh, it's honestly, I don't know why even your uh, England teams are hating on the fact that what we're doing right now, you should be thanking us. We're taking care of hometown, bro. We're taking care of Inglaterra. We're taking care of England, bro. Because the way I say it is these Germans frauds thinks they're, they think they're hot shit out there. They think slapping uh, Union Berlin on a, on a Saturday at one is impressive. There's no good ball out there, bro. There's good players. We get those players. That's how. That's the nature of the game right now. Every single club is watching what Bundesliga is doing, not for a title race, for a, oh my gosh, that, that Julian Wirtz looks really good right now, or Florian Wirtz looks really good right now. I can't wait to see him. Or, man, that Indica on a free, what's he going to look like? I mean, there's plenty of players in there that you're after. Like, it's a joke. We should be backed by the rest of these Premier League clubs. These Bayern Munich uh, uh, fans are frauds. <laughs> not very Fuck happy them, with the Bundesliga. No, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed at the, at the mockery of the game because you should have come. And they, they came talking shit. If you watched any of the fan videos and um, they, they came, they had like three to four people up there in the front, like getting the chance right and shit. But. I mean, I'm sorry, bro. Lackluster on the pitch. And Tommy Tuchel crying like a little baby saying that the, the score really wasn't that and all this. And I don't know, man. His I don't quotes, know. His quotes after the game were bizarre. I didn't really understand them. You've had four matches and you're two and two. Two wins and two losses. So, yeah. don't forget you got fired from Chelsea for a reason. Yeah. Um, and then uh, AC Milan get a 1-0 win today off over Napoli at home, and they'll be going back to uh, Napoli in the second leg. Yeah, I mean, weird. Napoli had a great chance in the first minute. Um, weird. Bounce right yeah. to Veradana, and mm-hmm. um, he couldn't put it in. And that was pretty much it. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, attacking opportunities for Napoli. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about this is, I mean, there's going to be a, a very strange team probably in that Champions League final uh, on the other end. Mm-hmm. There really is. And if it, it's Real Madrid versus AC Milan, if it's Man City versus AC Milan or Inter Milan, the, the, the distance between those, those group of teams bracket-wise scale is very unbalanced in my opinion. I've watched a lot of AC Milan, Inter Milan. I've not been impressed. I thought Benfica could maybe be that sneaky team, but it looks like they won't be advancing. And um, Napoli, the Osman injury is big. I mean, I'm hearing he might be done for the season. So, what? yeah, things are getting weird on that other side of the back bracket. So um, we'll definitely have to focus on that when, when we get to the second legs next week of the quarterfinals. And we will. But that was it. Champions League week in the books. Now it's time to preview um Premier League weekend. That's a that's an Arsenal fan keeping up with the Victor Arshman uh uh update. Nah, See, we won't I'm go. seeing other stuff on goal.com. I feel like I could go through a, a uh, listing for you next pod of Brian or Brian Napoli. Napoli's uh we, we won't work well with their their president, I'll tell you that much. Scoundrels. Um, we couldn't even work well with the Shakhtar president. We ain't gonna work well with the Napoli president. That um, was weird. 
that was just weird. I can honestly tell you, I feel like that's weird because if you look at their yeah, history, it worked out for the best because the Madrix is garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably agree. <laughs> they don't even know what to do with him anymore, which is absolutely fucking hilarious. It, it was a bad deal for both people. It's a they shame. don't know what to do with him anymore because they registered him from Champions League. They didn't even play him. Frank Lampard on Everton. They submitted a bid for him, so you think he'd be an admirer of him and try to get him some minutes and work with him while he's caretaker, and didn't even not even getting burned with with Fat Frank. So, I mean, it's a bad deal for both people. And but hey, fuck it, seven more years on the contract, my friend. Yeah. Seven more. Figure it out. Figure it out slowly. Take your fucking time. Both ends because you both screwed yourself. And it's it's it's. I see Ben Chilwell signs a new deal, five years. Oh, I believe in the project. What fucking project? What project? Project's changed three times in the last eight months. So what project are you talking about? It's not a project. The only project that's happening is the Todd Bowley project. The Todd Bowley experiment. Experiment, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the only experiment. And you're, 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 you're convinced by it? My friend, everybody's looking at it, wondering what the fuck it is. So all these Chelsea players, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to touch any of them because these are guys that are just in it for the money. They're going there for the money. They're staying there for the high wages. Yeah. And it's going to show its ugly face. It already is. They're going to go another month where their goal of the month, they're going to have one choice. <laughs> Maybe two. This has happened twice this year. Two months they went where they had one or two choices at goal of the month. It's a joke. It's a joke what's going on over there. And all these players that are convinced by the project. If I'm a reporter, I'm going to – I would say you're convinced by the project, huh? Can you explain the project to me? These reporters are sometimes so gutless. It, it really is embarrassing. Can you yeah. explain the project to me? Because nobody knows what it is. So if you're convinced by it and you signed a five-year deal, what is the project that they sold you at Chelsea Football Club? I would say that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't get it. Well, and and you know, so here here's the thing because I question the mentality of a player who is bought in on a project on an easy, horrible sale like that. If you're bought in on that. And we clearly see from the outside that it doesn't look organized. There's no real true structure. You're going back and forth on managers. You're just kind of throwing shit against the wall and seeing what works and nothing's working. You're If you're bought in on that, then I, I think you're dumb. I think you're stupid. I think you're lying. I think you just want the check. And honestly, you're probably not a player that I would want for my club, which is probably why we're not ever in the race for this Mulder guy. Um, I think hard times in Ukraine, hard times for family. Um, he's got paid. I think in the long run, he was twerking for a guy that showed the most love. And Arsenal saw a player that can benefit their system. Um, anyone who says, well, we don't necessarily know they'd be great in Arsenal, that he'd be great in Arsenal, you just need to watch ball and shut the fuck up. Because that man would have been able to do quality things for Arsenal under the right training, under the right premise, under the right structure. Uh, yeah. So I, I just refuse to believe that he can't be something. I just think he's gotten paid and 
why would he really be stressed about winning when he's got a longer deal that they just try to sell him on? But mm-hmm. that's the point I'm trying to make. I think you're I think you're a loser if you're bought in on a project like that. Truly. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well, you're listening to bad people. First question I'm asking Mr. Todd is how do I know you're not gonna buy another player in my exact position in six months, just like you've done with every other player on this? You bought yeah. Sterling in the summer and then you bought three wingers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the the project that they're selling you on? They just recently, you're replacing the guy that they just bought in the summer. Yeah, but they're keeping on here for the project. So it's like, what's the project? I I don't understand it. I don't. But anyway, I digress. First game of the weekend's a good one. 7.30 game Saturday, Aston Villa at home, Newcastle. Good game. Two very informed teams right now. And one of them. You think one of them will take an L, or you think this is, has a draw written all over it? Because I'm kind of leaning that way. Because two informed teams, Villa at home. Um, I'm thinking it might be one of those stalemate games where both of these informed teams kind of equalize each other and they share the points. I think we're going to see another Eddie Howe moment. I think <laughs> oh, there's yes. going to be a win. Well, what do you think is going to happen with his handshake in this I game? First off, I, I plead with everyone, regardless of result in this game, I can assure you of one thing. I've seen it on wins. I've seen it on draws because they've had a lot of fucking draws. This guy shakes a hand like he is soulless and he just wants to be done with it. He just despises any sort of human-to-human contact with the opposition and any sort of animosity-type situation. He is a just an automatic fold every time. He, it's just ridiculous how soulless he looks when he shakes hands. Um, I, I, I think he's gonna. We're gonna have an Eddie Howe moment, man. I got, I got Eddie Howe, Newcastle, beating Villa. And I got him winning three to two. Wow, lots of goals. Yeah, early oh, game. Yeah, in. yeah uh, early game. Uh, but I, th- but I think, uh, yeah, I-, I still have Villa scoring too. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think this one has a draw written all over it. And uh, I'm not going to try to convince myself otherwise. I'm going to stick with my uh, with my gut instinct on this. Um, I'm going to go two two draw. And um, there's some hot goal scorers in here. I know. I don't know. Crack, crack away. Go one. for it first. I don't know if I want to take one though, because Isak's on fire. Watkins on fire. Um, I'm not going to take one. Okay. Wow. You going to take one? Uh. <laughs> let me let me let me look. Let me look. Yeah, I'm looking at the other games. I have I have my sights set on some other games. So we have. Do we have any Friday games? I don't think we do, right? No Friday. Saturday. This is the first game of the weekend. We do have a Monday Monday game. Liverpool leads at Leeds is the the Monday game. I'm not touching a lot of these games on Saturday. I gotta take a goal scorer here. 
I got to. And I think I know who I want to go with. Let me make sure. One thing. I think I think this will be a good game though. Only can't keep it going, can he? He can. I'm going spicy here. I'm going Jolington. Again? Man, he he's he's been tripping some goals too. Yeah. Not not a bad pick. Joe Linton goal. Wow. Was not expecting that. I know. Um on different names here. We go from a place where you predicted five goals. I predicted four. And um we're going to a place where no goals happen. Stanford Bridge. Chelsea <laughs> taking on Brighton in the weekend. Brighton just got shafted. You know the rule. When you get yeah. shafted by VAR, you get a gift from VAR. <laughs> um, I just think Chelsea, once they're out of this Champions League, all these high-salary, high-wage players will be checked out. And I think they're almost there. We saw last weekend they did not give a shit that they were going to the Burnabout midweek. Yep. And uh, I don't think they're going to take this game too serious either. I don't care whether they're at Stanford Bridge or uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. I really don't give a fuck. Uh, Chelsea and goal scoring is uh, is about as good as uh, vodka and milk, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so I got Brighton win this. I expect a bounce back game. Deserby was ready to fucking beat people up last weekend. Yep. He's going to the bridge on one, and he's saying, listen, they stole points from us last weekend. You're going to a club that literally can't score a goal if we gave him an open net. Yep. Let's smash these fools. Yep. I'm going 3-2-0 Brighton, and I'm taking your favorite guy with one of the best haircuts in all the land, Oh God, Mr. Matoma. Oh, God. <laughs> My Matoma. Yes. Okay. Um, I see the bounce back. Yes. It's real. It's happening. If the Zerbi's on the pitch or if he appeals, whatever, and he's managing, um, I think he's going to be ready to scrap. Um, that Italian man is an absolute boss, and I, I love him. Um, Chelsea don't score. No. Don't, it doesn't matter where they are, who they play. They don't score. You have 3-0. I'm going... I'm going 3-1. Wow. Give me one fucking goal, Chelsea. One bit of fight. You'll take it on goal. Yeah, I will. Anything. <laughs> it don't fucking matter. You sure as you sure as hell know I'm not taking a goal scorer. Yeah, no, fuck that. You can't. Mr. Jao Felix, the $120 million man, according to Atletico, not looking that good. He's looking no. like a $20 million man for me. Getting 1v1s with Edder, with Militao. Got Student couldn't do shit. Could not do shit. All right, so... Pick some scores there. Everton at home against Fulham. Um, Everton picking up results, picking up results. Didn't get one last weekend, but they're at home. Gooderson's going to be rocking. They need to stay up. And um, I'm expecting, you know, Matomalis, uh, not Matomalis, Mitrovic, Liss, mm-hmm. Fulham. Um, did not look good last weekend. I expect a goal here, but I'm saying two to one Everton. Wow, you got the you got 
Ever the Toffees doing it? The Toffees home game. They're gonna smell blood in this one. No, no Mitrovic. Um, Sean Dyche masterclass. All over the top goal, and then a, a, a set piece goal. Let's go opposite again on this. I'm going two to one Fulham. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Southampton versus Palace. This is the we owe you apology game. Yeah, Roy Hodgson. If you win this, um, that's the game. This is and Southampton desperate for points as well, just like um, all these other teams. I think they'll show some scrap, and I think a lot of people are going to go, "Oh, five-one Palace, Roy Hodgson, baby, Roy Hodgson ball." <laughs> I think I think they're going to think this is going to be a slapping by Palace. A lot of people put their money on Palace to keep yeah. rolling, and I think Southampton's going to show some fight. Um, I think they showed some fight against you guys last weekend. I thought they were decent in the first 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have them taking three points, though. I think it'll be a 1-1 draw, Southampton and Palace. I'm going 1-0 Southampton. There's no way this old prehistoric fuck <laughs> continues to keep doing shit like this. It's a shame. It's a mockery to the adaptive modern game. There's no way it should be allowed. And whatever good graces this man has continued to do, it ends this fucking weekend. Southampton, do me fucking right, please. One-time me. 1-0. One, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think, like I said, I think a lot of people are going to go, oh, Palace is rolling seven goals in two games. I think it'll be one of those kind of slow games where it's not a lot of chances created and Southampton yeah. will make it ugly and they'll get it. They'll get something out of this. I think. Yeah. Between the two of us, there's only three goals scored in predictions here. <laughs> in all of them? No, in just this game. Oh, I have yeah, a one yeah. nil. You have yeah, a yeah. low score. Yeah. Low scoring. All right. Spurs. Tottenham Hotspur versus Burnmouth. Burnmouth hot. Can they get a result at Spurs? We saw them play at home earlier in the year, and they took a 2-0 lead mm-hmm. against Tottenham. Tottenham roared back and got the 3-2 win. Yeah. Um, they're playing good. That Philip Billing kid is playing really good on Burnmouth. I've been impressed by him. Very, very nice-looking player. Um, you just never know what to go with Spurs. They got a gift last weekend up against Brighton. Um this is such a tough one for me to pick. Is it going to be Spursy or is I'm going to take Tottenham. I don't feel great about it, but I think they'll get the dub. I think it'll be a, a close one though. This won't be lopsided either way. I'm going to say another two, one, and I'm going to take Mr. Harry Kane. Hey, yo, I am going two to two draw. No, it's going to be a scrap. Bournemouth, that? Yeah. Bournemouth feel like they can play with this club. Specifically because, like you said, they took a 2-0 lead against them last time. And just they'll be simple, confident. Yeah. They'll, they'll be confident going into this. Billings on fire. Um, I like it. So I'm going 2-2 draw. I love it. I love it. I love the 2-2 draw. Good call. Um, Bulls taking on Brentford. Brentford need to pick up some points here. I think this one's easy to call. Wolves get a win last weekend. Um, nice three points against um, the fucking the charity known as Chelsea, who come into town and they give you free points. Um, 
But yeah, Wolves home, another home game for them. Brentford desperate needed some points, couple bad results, right? They lost last weekend, right? Yep. Yeah, they've had a couple a string of bad results. So I mean, oh, they beat Chelsea. The Brentford. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, Wolves. No. Wolves. Yeah, 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 no. bad. I'm expecting the Brentford bounce back. I totally expect it here, and I'm going to say it's going to be a two two to zero Brentford. Wolves don't score for shit. No way they're going to be able to get it done. I'm going 3-0 Brentford, and I'm taking the betting man himself, Ivan Tony, to go ahead and get some goals on here. I'm going to say he's got one in him for me. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. He definitely does. All right, Manchester City against Leicester City. Um, new manager bounce. Who is it? It's some gentleman named Dean Smith. Yeah, well... Uh, not the, make not, me know your not name. Not the guy from okay. uh, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, well, this and he, God rest his soul. <laughs> He's a yeah. legend. Uh, no, man. Well, I'm I'm comfortable with where we are going into this game. Maybe actually, brace yourself. Don't be surprised if Calvin Phillips starts. If I can get a Calvin Phillips start and we still win, it made me feel a whole lot better. Um, I just like to see him play. I like to see what he has. I'm curious. Um, but we're on a run. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna fuck with it any. I see a Julian Alvarez start potentially um, for Kevin resting. Yeah, what, um, is he okay? What happened with him? He's fine. Uh, Pep came out and said it was tactical. I thought the same thing immediately. I was looking for that through all of the good positive talks about the win. I was more concerned about is Kevin out. But no, it's it's all uh, uh, precautionary. Um, and Julian looked the fucking incredible. I didn't even talk about him, but. Great left-footed ball that he had in for John Stones, who headed across to Holland get his second or the goal. That was uh, the third one. Um, but yeah, no, we're going in strong. I'm going. I'm gonna go four one, and I'm gonna be pissed that they score. Um, but I'm gonna go four to one. They are gonna put some fight. Um, please do not fucking fall asleep and think we can just be lazy one game. Um, yeah, and Harvey Barnes is probably out. I'm going four one. All right. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a comfortable win. I don't see how Leicester do this. I think I think Leicester's getting relegated. I got to be honest. Well, I really do. Um, so easy three three zero for uh, Man City. All right. Right? Where's Leicester? 19th. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good, Brad. It's not looking good. Um, all right, West Ham against Arsenal Sunday morning. West Ham, um, David Moyes FC. Going to West Ham. Um, I, don't, I don't care about going to West Ham. We have a good record against West Ham. We have for the last few seasons. Um. And yeah, uh, just like a bounce back is in Sioux for Brentford, a bounce back is in Sioux for Arsenal as well. Um, I know they're all heated about that 2-2 draw. Should have won the game. Nobody knows that more than the players. So West Ham, I mean, even these games they're winning, they're ugly wins, ugly, ugly wins. Uh, 1-0 here, you know, they're just not good. They're not good. Yeah. Let's be real. Most of those games. And David Moyes, his record against the big six is one of the most jaw dropping statistics you will ever see in any fucking sports. 
<laughs> I don't think he's ever won against the big six or something like that. It's it's absolutely atrocious. I think he has no wins on the road against the big six, and then even at home, it's it's atrocious. It's seriously one of the craziest stats you'll ever see. Um, and I just think this is a this is a bounce back. I think this is a good fixture for us. It's a team we have a good record over notoriously. It's a team that down in the relegation zone, and it's a team that is not going to just set up in a low block. They'll open up. They're at home. And when teams open up against us, we have the pace. We have the vision with Odegaard, Partey, great passers like that. And Jesus is back. I think he gets on the board. I'm taking Jesus with another goal. That'll be four goals in three games for him. Keep him rolling. Keep him scoring. And good things will happen for us. And I am taking a... I want a clean sheet, so I'm willing it into existence. I'm taking a 3-0 Arsenal. Uh, I'm actually paying attention to the clean sheet for Arsenal, too. I think that's going to be really important. I think defensively what Liverpool is able to do um, as a bounce-back game, I think that would be, for me, we all know what they've been able to do attacking. That next level of progression is for is uh, is a clean sheet. Um, and it's, man, it's wild. It's wild how similar the goals start to sound the same from a city arsenal perspective when you're at that level of competition when you just you know you're better than the club there's not a question of talent tactically everything you just got to do it it's more about just solidifying your possession solidifying your dominance and being able to get that kind of ingrained in you so yeah i completely understand uh i'm gonna go with saka scoring on this he'll be my third score so you have matoma kane and jesus i have jolington tony and saka um 3-0 Arsenal is a good shout by you. I definitely see the goals coming. I definitely don't see West Ham being able to do anything attacking-wise under the pressure that Arsenal are going to put under them. Uh, I'm probably going to go a little bit higher than you. I'm going to go 4, but I think they are going to give up a goal. I'm going to go 4-1. Four, 4-1 four, one. Four, one Arsenal. Yeah, I, I just don't – West Ham stink. I mean, there's nothing really to analyze on that side. Um, yeah. Declan it Rice, is. I expect to see – be very, very friendly after the game. Pay We're, attention to that. Yeah. We're keeping track of a couple things after matches this weekend. The Eddie Howe handshake, the feebleness on that handshake. Yes. And the recruiting that will be happening. Yeah. The, the joy on, on Declan Rice's face after mm-hmm. he gets slapped. Mm-hmm. Mixing it up with Arsenal players. After he gets Pay attention slapped. to that. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. And people yeah. will be talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Declan Rice, they just lost 3 1. And he's laughing with Saka. And, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus came over. And, you know, they're playing. It's fucking. It's going to be funny. Trust me. This is, this is definitely happening. Feeble handshake, Declan Rice chopping it up after a slapping. 2000%. Nottingham Forest at home against Man U. I think this is a tricky game for Man U. No Rashford. I'm paying attention to that. I don't think the yeah. injury is as bad as they thought, but he will not be playing here. And they do have a, a European game this Thursday and then the following Thursday. So this Nottingham Forest game is sandwiched in between two European fixtures. Nottingham Forest at home. Been good at home all season. Nottingham Forest team, I need to start picking it up because they went up the table and they're sliding back down. Cooper on the hot seat. 
Mm-hmm. Little performance coming from Nottingham Forest. Things are cooking. The pot <laughs> is brewing. This, there are aromas in the air. I think. I think this is a two-one Nottingham Forest written all over it. Okay. Great goal for Nottingham Forest. United fans, get back in your hole. <laughs> it's brewing. It's the perfect combo. You're not wrong. I I was I was partly going here with that. Um, my concern is. With no Rashford, is Wenghorst going to score? No. Okay. Is is Bruno going to have some sort of fuckery that can lead to a pen? Yes, I'll take that. That is mm-hmm. viable right there. Yes. One, so, one, one day, one of these refs is going to elbow Bruno in the face, just like they, they, the guy did to Robertson. Because he's he fucking deserve it. Yeah, and nobody will be mad at that because he's a fucking little rat. He's he's rodent behavior nonstop. I mean, everyone talks about dark arts. That guy is just shambolic to the highest order. Um, fuck him. He can probably teach the class on dark arts. Uh, I, I would say I'm, I smell what you're stepping in, dude. I smell the aroma. I'm there. I, I see it. But I just don't know. See, the thing about the hot seat for Cooper is, you know, he... <laughs> Fuck it, you sold me, my man. Three to one for it. I'm going one more. It's going to pour on their heads once the first goal goes up two to one. There's going to be some back and forth, and I don't even know who the fuck's going to score for Forrest. It's going to be end of days for United. It's going to be a completely look over, completely look over, just to kind of, oh, can we do a double this year? Can we do a double this year? You're getting three on your heads by Forrest. Yep, 100%. It's happening. It is happening. Um, yeah, it's definitely happening. And then we'll end a weekend with Liverpool going to Ellen Road and playing Leeds United. Leeds United, who embarrassed last week against the corpse of Roy Hodgson. And, um, yeah, this is a tough one to pick. Um, we just know that Liverpool on the road and Liverpool at home are two different teams. So this there'll be team. no correlation. People, some people coming with the analysis. Oh, look what they did in the second half against Arsenal. We've seen this all year. Liverpool have a good result, a good run of play, and it never translates to their next road game. If they were at home, I'd be saying, okay, different story. They're on the road. Um, I think they'll win, Liverpool. I just don't think it'll be – I will not be watching this game. I got to be honest. Um, yeah. I'm going to say 2-1 Liverpool. Um, I picked all my scores, right? Matoma, Kane, Jesus. Okay. I picked all my scores. So I'll just say 2-1 Liverpool. And um, this is the last game of the week. But we can end by singing a song. Na, 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 na. Na, na, na. Oh, you still have to do your prediction. I'll sing it slowly (laughs) in the background while you give your prediction. Na, 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 na. They're gonna suck. Hey, Jude. But they're gonna return a little bit. Crystal Palace are still fucking bad. Coached by a dinosaur. But Klopp needs a dub. Sing it with me. Come on, get in here. Goodbye, Jude.
<laughs> you shameful rodents. Shameful rodents. I got clippings for days on you lot. All of you crying about that man not coming. False propaganda. City in Madrid ran the price up. Cry, cry, cry. You rodents have owners that don't put money back into the club. Your hatred at city stems for your inability to look at your own and desire more. You incompetent fucks. You deserve every bit of it. You're going to win against Crystal Palace, though. Three to one. <laughs> it's not Crystal Palace. Leeds United. I'll fuck them. Yeah, them too. But yeah, um, you know, we were on this from the beginning. When the first report came out, I said, yeah, this is... This is you this. were on it. Yeah, yeah. You were on it. You smelled this I, shit from a mile away. It was the PR spin. It, I, know, I know a good PR spin when I see it. And once when they started laying out the breadcrumbs, oh, dude, yeah. that price. You know, <laughs> you know, we can actually probably get like one or two. Oh, really? You know how to do math? Shocking. Wow, thanks for the insight. But once I saw that report, I'm like, yeah, this is going to yeah. be a slow roll of little tidbits yeah. that eventually lead to the big Fabrizio Romano bomb <laughs> that Liverpool was out on on Jude. And it happened. It rolled out exactly how I wanted and exactly how I predicted. It was two two stories from like eh, mid-reporters, but reliable, not not like bust reporters. And then Ornstein comes in. Once Ornstein came in, I'm like, yep, this is it. The dagger, the, the knife has been sharpened, and it's out of the fucking holster. And yep. they're ready to slit the throat. And then Fabrizio came in with it yesterday, right after the Champions League game. I love the rollout of that story as well. Right after the Champions League game. So, oh, it's perfect. Um, it was perfect. So just, to be, just to be official, let's get the official quote here from Fabrizio Romano, which was, like Brian said, was reported yesterday. Liverpool have cooled their interest in Jude Bellingham, as, as reported by UK media tonight. No bid as Liverpool will no longer work on this deal at current conditions. Package worth more than $130 million now considered too expensive. Liverpool will sign two to three midfielders Wait in any case. <laughs> Fabrizio. Is, is Jude Bellingham to Mason Mount the illest fucking fall off of all time? I mean, that's I would it's be up livid. There. It's up there. It's definitely up there. From because... Jude Bellingham to Mason Mount. Wow. Well, I mean, you can't go. See, see, see here's the thing. Because. I, I do have a few other things that I'd like to talk about when it comes to this Liverpool team. When it it's going to be Mason Mount and Jordan Henderson, new contract, baby. Let's go. Let's run back. it back. <laughs> they want him back. I mean, this club has been shambolic when it comes to the absolute spending and and how they have gone about things. Let me let me read something to you. I think that I think is absolutely imperfect. Possibly the biggest trick FSG have pulled at Liverpool is framing every conversation around FFP and a perceived inability to compete with City in particular. By framing the narrative around, quote, state-owned, they've managed to brainwash a lot of their own supporter base. It is why they have managed to invest almost nothing out of their own pockets, grown an asset they bought when it was distressed, and are now looking to cash out in billions. Liverpool can, if they want, spend £250 million this summer. But instead, they're going to moneyball it, blame their failures on being a, unable to compete with City, and then lemmingly lap it up. So have it already started. Unfortunately for them, the problem isn't state ownership. It's that their ownership is simply holding them back. 
fuck. I'm sorry. That sums it up for me. Yes, if you can't tell, that's a fucking city fan, but that's also, I mean, a, a genuinely a genuine writer. So I think he puts it pretty well, man. It's it's shameful how this club has gotten away with this type of stuff. Well, I I and I think we get to we get to buy into this dumb shit. See, and this is what I'm so happy that you, an Arsenal fan, a top club playing at a top level now. You don't have to sit here with these mid-tier clubs and these mid-tier mindsets and look up and talk and try to throw stones on people that are up there. Now you guys are part of the big top, the guys who play. We're looking down at the rest of the forest. Look at us. You like what City have done. Whether you want to Arsenal fans have to vocalize it or your manager has to come out and say, no, I respect what they've done. I was a part of it, all that stuff. At the end of the day, the models, you guys are trying to implement similar things. And that's there's no shame in that. And there's nothing, there's nothing from a city perspective we should be upset about. But I laugh at some of these Arsenal fans that want to tag up with Liverpool and get on social media and do the whole, hey, look at us trying to compete against City together. I like your style of red. You like my style of red. I always respected you. And no, I don't understand what like my enemy, the friends of my enemy are my enemy too. Like what is all this shit? Like we don't want to understand tactics. We don't want to respect competition. You just want to just continue to paint some type of narrative and yeah, that's the issue. Oil money. These motherfuckers don't know how to spend money if they even did have it. And they do, Brian. They just don't want to spend yeah, it. Yeah, their revenue was like 600 million last year. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. What are you doing with the their money? Where is it going? high last year. Yeah, where is it going? Um, Le- what is LeBron doing? LeBron just re-signed. He got a oh, bigger yeah, yeah, part yeah. of the investment. Come on. LeBron, in fact, LeBron did advertisement and put out a special edition shoe that has a Liverpool logo on it. He also has a special edition jersey that has his logo on it. So Liverpool can sell those kits. Where's that money going? What are y'all doing? Yeah. I've yet to see any recruitment. Have y'all called LeBron James and helped try to get him to recruit? If I'm going to tell you right now, that's Don't recruiting. Don't do that because his recruiting sucks in the NBA. Yeah, well, that's He went for Russell Westbrook. You can tell him who to go after. You just give him Jude's number. You give him Jude's yeah. number and let him talk to Jude and tell me if he don't want to come. If you really want to try to lowball a guy. Look, we're only going to be able to do 85 for Dortmund. And if we can convince, we'll give you, here's the best wages we can do for you. And here's why. And put LeBron on the fucking phone. Let him break the fucking news. I mean, do your fucking best, but you got you you guys are hoes. You guys are hoes. Your ownership sucks, and that's who you really should be mad at right now. Fake dreams, fake dreams. I'm not gonna lie though; these Liverpool Nikes from LeBron, they're kind of dope. Yeah, it's, of course it's hard. The concept's amazing. Just You're seeing a football logo on a I shoe. I didn't even right see now. them. I didn't even see them, but yo, know, these I would definitely rock these. That's insane. Yeah, paint over the logo. The the logo's on the bottom though, so. Yeah. But they are fucking nice shoes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cap at all. Um, Those are hot. I'm waiting for City to drop the right ones. And- <laughs> oh, they're Wait. on the back. They're on the back of the shoe. I can't wear yeah. those. But no, they're they're fly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> can't rock the, it. the problem is, the problem is, you you dicked over your fans. You were teasing this Jude Bellingham move for an entire year. Yep. We're just Arsenal. We're not even going for Jude. I, and I don't care because we've proved we can recruit and identify talent. 
And that's good for me. I, I know whatever strategy we're going with is going to be the right one. Cool. So whether they were going for the Jude or not is not the problem. The problem is you've dictated your fans an entire year. Mm-hmm. And now the summer transfer window is a month from opening up. And, oh, no, we're, we're, we're psych. We're kidding. No, Jude. We're going to bring in Mason Mount, re-sign Henderson yeah. to a, a new contract. And maybe we'll get another nice guy on loan like Arthur Mello. Um, but, yeah, now that's the problem. I think it's funny. I think it's funny because I saw a lot of ridiculous stuff from Liverpool, quote-unquote, in the nose. People claiming, oh, my buddy, you know, he works for Liverpool. He told me it's, it's a done deal. Oh, I saw Jordan Henderson talking to Jude. It's a done deal. You guys don't know fucking shit, okay? You don't know shit. Stop pretending. You're reading tea leaves just like me and you, and you're fucking aggregating stories, and you're pretending like you have an in in the club when really you're just another schmuck going to games, paying this owner that doesn't give two shits about you, okay? Yeah. Let's call it how it is. He doesn't care about the club. That's the problem. They don't care no. about the club. They care about no. their pockets. Exactly. If you had ownership that cared about the club, then you have to worry about the pockets. They have the money. They're just more greedy. That's the problem. I don't understand. If Gronk, if the Cronkites don't go and give you 300 mil or 250, like you've said, and you guys don't bring in two to three signings, it is a travesty, and your yeah. owner has failed you. You are winning, and you deserve it. There are clubs that don't win, don't deserve it, get an influx of money, and still can't win. Yeah. So this notion that, oh, we, we do it right, or, or it's not everyone fucking spends, you bums. Show me a team that has 11 academy players starting right now in the Premier League competing. Well, come on. You're okay. liars. Everyone gets players. Yeah, and I'm expecting that investment. Um, I'm expecting around $100 million in sales this summer. Uh, Balogun looks like he's going to get sold for about 40 to $50 million. Tierney, I hate to see it. Tierney, as I agree. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay <laughs> I, with it. I'm okay with it, too, because that guy can score. He can. Keep him out the pen. <laughs> but he's not, he's not ready for, for this league. I'm telling you that. Watch, him in, the front, watch him in the French league. Yeah. That, first of all, we had a player that has now got the same amount of goals as Balogun. Currently in the league, who can only score four, called Alexandre Lacazette. I was going to say, you better He's name almost him. got the golden boot over there in the French league. He couldn't sniff the goal last year for us. Four, yeah. four Premier League goals. Second of all, watch a lot of Balogun's goals. High line in the French league, he's running behind defenders. Yeah, That doesn't happen in the Premier League. It does not. Yeah. Everybody's playing, playing a low block. Everybody's tightly compact and well set up in their defense. So... He's a great talent, but we are going to the Champions League next season. We cannot have a let's see how this guy does in the Premier League type striker. It's yeah. not going to work. I'm sorry, no. but that's the, this is the harsh realities of where we're at now. We're, we're elevating, and when you start elevating, players are going to get left behind. Good players. So $40 million and a buyback, I'm cool with that. Let's do a buyback. Let's see him go tear it up in, in, at RB Leipzig or wherever he's going to go. And we'll, good we'll, bring him back. we'll bring him back. He's an academy Love player. So let's do that. Yep. Man City does it. Guess where Arteta's is from? I'm sure he's learned. I'm sure Love he went to uh, Edu's barbecue one day, and while they were eating a nice cheeseburger with a double seasoning on it, they said, hey, you see that buyback clause that, uh, that they're doing? Let's do that with Balogun. 
So, but that's the reality. I think he's a good player. I'll be I'll be rooting for him 100%. Whatever club he goes to, I'll be watching them. But we we can't we can't do it. We need a short thing striker. It's just the reality of where we're at. It's no hard yeah. feelings. I'd love to do it if this was 2 years ago and we were still not in Europe or in Europa. Sure, let's yeah. bring him in. We we have time for him. We can get him playing time. But next See, year, it's either defending the title or yeah. going back for the title and competing in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that same conversation I'm going to be having in the summer with myself, trying to decide what I want with the person in the mirror about James McAtee. Do I want him to come back and us buy back, or do I want us to keep Gundo and try to resign him for a year? I was actually pretty much pro McAtee up until yesterday. <laughs> up yeah. until yesterday now that we played so well i'm so like in love with all of our players again i want everyone to stay and resign and i don't know if gundo's the one for me i don't even know if he's I, I I the wife and everyone leave. spain yeah i think spain it is but as long as he leaves and leaves the country i don't give a fuck i don't give a he's fuck a free, right yeah it's a free it's a free but those wages come off the books which is the dub for us that's the main thing what does he make oh two 250 yeah actually let's go ahead and check but yeah, actually, I mean, a lot of Arsenal players are like, let's keep him. I just, I just don't see how we do that. We can, because he wants first team striker. You could probably sell him on being second striker, but Jesus and Balogun is just not good enough for the Champions League. I'm sorry. Oh, great deal, my lord! Only 140k. That's not bad. Weekly, it's only about eight million a year. That is not bad. Yep. Not bad, but um, yeah, that's where we're at, and that's the week. Um, big weekend, Knicks, New York Knickerbockers playoff game Saturday, six p.m. Um, Let's go. We'll Knicks. talk about that because well, our next podcast should fall. Actually, next we might have to do another Sunday if you can, because yeah. um, because I have to move next Monday, so it's not. Hey be yo, yeah, yeah, finally, and then um. Yeah, we'll come back and hopefully the Knicks are up 1-0 when we talk on Sunday. Yeah. When are you officially moving? Monday, Monday. I took the day off. I got to move, yeah. So Monday night you'll be in the new place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the Knicks are delivering you a, a win for your house. Oh, the TV yeah. will be set up. That will happen. Fuck yeah. Or maybe yeah. I'll go to the pool and enjoy that nice TV. Um, there you go. At the pool. Nice little pool I got. But it's been raining like crazy, so maybe not. I was just going to say, you got to pull outside right now. Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll blow up the floaties and go for a nice little swim. But, yeah, so big weekend ahead for the Prem and uh, our New York Knicks who are in the playoffs. And that's that's a rare thing for uh, Knicks fans. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Two years in a row. Let's keep it going. No, we didn't make it last year. The playoffs? No, we were there two years ago. Remember last two year? Two years ago. That's yeah. right. Fuck. Does suck. It does suck. That's how much I check out this that, time of the year, and that's how quickly time goes because it doesn't feel like that long ago. I was oh, just yeah. looking at the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix came out three years ago, and I'm like, really? "What? Yeah, the sequel's like coming came, out." So. Yeah, I'm like, "How the fuck is that possible?" I'm like, "That went way too quickly." But yeah, yeah, time seriously. is flying, my friend. Time is flying. It, was, it wasn't that long ago Chelsea were relevant, and now they're irrelevant. <laughs> In the <laughs> podcast, we're out, bitches. Bye. <laughs>